Welcome to The Witch's Tea, where we'll be talking today about, well, we have a series going yeah. here about um, fairies and nature well, spirits. Yeah, well, about fa- fa- the fae mm-hmm. in general, mm-hmm. uh, which encompasses a huge ca- uh, category, basically. Very big. Yeah. So we have a few sections of this. So this is the first episode of that. And I'm Mallory of Moonlight Divination on all platforms. And I'm Violet of Violet the Green Witch and Fox and Bear Healing on all platforms. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, yes. this episode, we're going to bring some magic and chaos into your lives. Buckle mm-hmm. up. Yeah, and this is going to be my favorite favorite because fairies are my jam. (laughs) So let's see, like, yeah, let's talk about this. So you want to talk about this? Just, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, so like, so fairies, what are they, right? So um, I think, you know, throughout different cultures, there's different type of fairies, um, but fairies basically are just other beings um, and they uh, live within a parallel universe to ours. Um, They are spirit beings, but can actually also be incarnate uh, at their choice. You know, there's different um, theories on how this happens. You know, some, some people believe it's uh, that they're so proficient in magic that they can actually um, basically uh, using glamor spells to make themselves invisible to us other people do believe that they're just you know um light spirits or light beings you know so they are able to live in a fourth dimensional type world where things are physical but they don't necessarily need to be physical but they can interact with the physical world Mm -hmm. and to me that's what i believe more i believe that they are just a fourth dimensional type being that interacts with i also very much believe that a lot of us have been uh fairy as well because Mm -hmm. it's just another type of incarnation though mm-hmm. technically they're not being embodied into a human body but they are in uh, a, a living being you know that we can be as a spirit yeah um and i definitely have stories on that because <laughs> i have a, i actually have quite a few past lives in in fairy mm-hmm. uh and when i i use the term fairy uh also as in like the place so fairy being a place and fairies being beings as well or the fae being the beings um but the fae uh encompass huge huge group of beings of different species uh you know um you can't equate it to anything human because it doesn't work that way like we're all human Mm -hmm. but i guess you can almost equate it to like all of the animal kingdom Mm, right like where there's different kinds of animals and we're part of that animal kingdom right Mm -hmm. so i guess that's how you can say that because you know they you know there's there's pixies there's uh you know gnomes there's elves there's you know everything everything you could possibly imagine that you know a lot of people feel like our fantasy or not fantasy actually they're living beings it's just that we can't see them and you know there's a lot of theories on on why that is you know um i definitely believe it's because we broke that relationship uh, of a long time ago, our ancestors broke that relationship by taking advantage of them and also hurting their habitats as well. Um, you know, we're, we're going to focus mostly on nature spirits on this on this episode. And nature spirits really are, you know, truly live in nature. And the more we harm nature, the fewer places they have to live, you know. Um, and they are existing within our world in a parallel universe, but they're still existing in this world caring for uh, plants and animals in this world. And some of them even care for humans, you know, Um, but specifically the nature spirits are those beings who have been assigned Mm -hmm. uh, to work with the animal kingdom, insect kingdom, uh, plant kingdom, and taking care of them, making sure that they're nurtured and and healthy and uh, even work at guarding them. Yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> All of that. All um, of that. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I definitely work. Um, my connection with nature spirits, I, and we talked about in the last episode, I, I work a lot with um, 
stones and found objects. And um, I work a lot with the dryads and we'll talk about these are tree spirits uh, like living the trees and actually working with the trees themselves. Um, I'm also directed a lot with plants and insects. And for me, like that's like, I work with it in a very, um, like I, I know there are beings and I know they exist in like this other realm. And I do play around with them a lot too. Um, and I feel like, yeah, this is also a thing with like fairies, the fairy, the fae, they're very, they can be naughty. They can be a little bit um, mischievous. A hundred percent. Very much. 100%. So I'm sure we have stories about um, things in your house being moved and um, yeah, they, they like to play. They like to play a little bit, um, but that's, that's not all of them, but I feel uh, talking about nature spirits and this, and this connection. So do you have any stories of uh um, I definitely have uh, a few stories. Um, I, I mean, I have a lot of stories for house um, fairies, mm -hmm. but I also have fairy stories about myself uh, in incarnations. I have been a nature spirit a few times mm -hmm. uh, where I was tasked to take care of uh, mostly animals. And I think that's probably why in my human incarnation, this life, I, um, I, I'm so connected to animals and I am an animal communicator as well. So I can, you know, on my psychic abilities, I can actually hear and feel what, and, 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 and get, um, visuals from animals directly. Um, and I think it's really having to do with the fact that I was a caretaker for the animals as a nature spirit. You know, I was, um, I was like a water sprite. So I actually took care of animals in like this pond and I it was a pond and I took care of the frogs and the and the turtles um I think I, those two were the majority of the ones that I actually cared for the most and there were some other um animals in the pond but those were the the two major ones that I definitely took care of um and in that lifetime, actually, I had something really terrible happen to me um, and actually have a friend, uh, our friend Victoria, mm -hmm. who's also works with fairies a lot, um, that she and I were in that same lifetime and we were captured by um, what we would call the bog witch. Mm -hmm. It was like another like a a being who was not the nicest and was kind of cruel and was cruel not not kind of cruel mm -hmm. to the fae and she would collect us and um and dragonflies mm -hmm. to use our wings so she would rip them off of us and let us die from them you know from like basically uh oozing out whatever like essence we had mm -hmm. uh so she would use basically our essence to you know for her magic mm -hmm. um so that was one one very vivid lifetime that I remember. Um, I also remember being, um, I guess what somebody might call maybe a more of an elemental, but I don't necessarily think that because I was a fairy of light, like of like, I basically lived in the rays of the sun. Mm -hmm. Um, and so my, I was tasked with basically bringing sunshine to mm -hmm. create, you know, so plants can basically create photosynthesis, you know? Mm -hmm. So that was like my job. And I know that sounds all crazy and everything, but it <laughs> is true. Like mm -hmm. it is, it is very much uh, a place you can have lives. And I, and I do believe um, that a lot of people have actually experienced um, lifetimes in fairy mm -hmm. uh, before becoming human. Mm -hmm. um, and I think a lot of us that have been always have that, um, deep connection to the rest of fairy. Um, and even in my meditations, I definitely uh, will have uh, experiences where I'm back there or I'm in sort of like an in-between place where I get to see uh, some of my fellow uh, fairy, you know, and they are so welcoming and so sweet. And they always say, you know, sis, they call me sister. Mm -hmm. um, and I have um, a fairy guide. Actually, one of my spirit guides is a fairy also. She's a fairy queen. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I'm trying to think like what else? Yeah. So basically when I have these meditations, they're really wonderful because so I go to um, this special sacred grove, um, a, a, a sacred grove to the fairy. Mm -hmm. uh, and we sit in front of us, the sacred tree. 
And, you know, we have, we like within my meditation, we do a meditation and we have like almost like a tea party, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they'll share stuff with me sometimes they'll even give me, and I know a lot of people say like, don't think, take things from fairies. They, you know, they expect something in return, you know, the friendship you have with them and the respect you have with them is all that they're at. They, they wish from you really. And they've given me so many things. They've given me elixirs for healing they've given me stones for healing i work with the fairy a lot with healing especially you know i was attuned to reiki i'm a reiki master teacher and um there is a whole group of fae that are healers Mm -hmm. and i've worked with them they're a very different than a lot of the other fae that i've encountered they're very silent they don't talk a lot Mm -hmm. and they're just very methodical and very slow um about the way that they heal and they and the way I've seen them heal, they almost use like these um, gold, almost looks like gold leaf. Mm-hmm. And they'll put it on wherever you have trouble in your body and they'll put it on so it heals you. Um, so that's one experience I've definitely had with them. Um, and as far as like in living nature, I've definitely had moments of where I've gotten glimpses of the thing, like where I'll see little sparkling lights where there shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Um, also when I've done meditations in like the park or somewhere where there's nature, I'll automatically connect to the animals and to the fae that are taking care of them. Mm-hmm. And um, as I mentioned in our last episode too, I like, I have such a relationship with uh, like, even like the crystal that I wear mm-hmm. because there are um, fae um, and nature spirits that are, um, that are living within these, these, Mm -hmm. these crystals, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and you can build a relationship with them. And to me, like when I don't have this with me, I feel like I'm missing a part of me because Mm -hmm. I have such a relationship with the being housed in this, that I, I can't see myself not being with them, you know, because Mm -hmm. they're so much a part of me, you know, how about you? Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I feel like it's interesting. Like, I do have a connection with the Fae. Um, it's interesting, like, our friend Victoria that um, mm-hmm. people know. I remember when Tor- Victoria first met me. And, of course, you know, being a Black woman, um, I always know that there, are, there are, the Fae exists in, in many different cultures, right? They're, they show up in, in all sorts of... I would have the name for all of them. We'll talk more about this as we go deep into depth. But um, I remember she, I opened the door and she opened the door. That's her house. <laughs> and um, she saw me there and she's just like, she told me this like a few, like maybe months after we knew each other. But she said, first time I saw you, like your wings just like emerged from the back. And she was just like, okay, she, she's part of the fate as well. And it's interesting because I, when I, my childhood name, my nickname is Pixie. And my sister was pumpkin. Um, so that was always, I mean, it could just been our, like, I was always like tall and slim and she was like a little bit, like a little chubby, like a bit cute chubby, right? And um, so we were always pixie and pumpkin. Aww. And I remember just, I, I had all these like little, all of my like nicknames were all like fae related. And I was just, it was really interesting Like people would call me these names, not knowing anything about like, you know, and I was like, I remember just, yeah, people kind of saying, I was like, really fairy like and just in the way I would operate and the way I would kind of like exist and I remember being as a child and these are people who are like no adults like oh you're just like a little cute little fairy you know like it's my cheeks or something I was just like okay um but yeah I mean I work mostly like consciously a lot with um with the tree the tree energies Mm -hmm. tree spirits um and I have a thing now like a lot of well not a lot but I, I like to work with um forms of divination that include uh kind of like I don't know if it's a form, but I like look at uh leaves like when they're like like whirling up and with the air and I I read I try to read and it's like it was actually happening. I look at um I forgot what it's called uh when you're looking at the birds kind of flying in the Yeah I'm uh, uh I mean it's part of the augury but yeah, the augury, yeah. but um there's a specific there's a specific yeah. thing for that. I forgot yeah. what the name is. Yeah I have to like it's always different like as hundreds of times in terms of divination. Um my biggest thing is like listening to the trees when the wind goes through them. Mm-hmm. That's my uh oh, I love that. Um, and I, too. I, I know for sure that I I've 
I've I've done that before. I've sat and I've sit I've sit, sit in parks or whatever around trees in nature and listened to the different trees and I may begin to be like, oh, this is an oak talking and this is like what is the walnut tree. Like I I feel like I can hear and feel like what they're saying and they communicate through this those movements. So for me, it's like very like I love being working with nature first. It's so grounding mm-hmm. for me. And of course, being in nature is a grounding experience anyway. But um I I have a thing where probably see it like I I collect a lot of um hagstones. Me too. I have a ton of them yeah. on my altar. I have so many. And it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't even make sense the amount that I have. And like it doesn't like I just find them all the time. So I'm constantly like, I'm always connecting to like, oh, like they want me to see things and what. So I'm always like, and obviously this is like a form of protection you're wearing going on you, but um, so for me it's a lot of these like stones and um I collect all these little acorns and I'm always like this. I feel like I'm just like a little fairy running through the woods. Same. That's the same thing. And I think a a lot of people who are like uh, very connected to, Mm -hmm. to the Fae have that, right? Mm -hmm. Like where you're constantly collecting like twigs. I have like so many twigs and branches (laughs) and and leaves and stones in my house. But the Hagstone is interesting too, because Mm -hmm. the Hagstone, right? It's Mm -hmm. supposed to be that you can see into the fairy realm Mm -hmm. through it. Right. And it also reveals truth, you know, like Mm -hmm. the true uh, identity of people. Like Mm -hmm. if you look through it, you're supposed to be able to like if somebody's uh, wearing a facade, Mm -hmm. like you're supposed to to see it. But Mm -hmm. yeah, that's kind of like the idea behind a hagstone, too, is that the hole through it allows you to see the things that other people can't not see. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's funny that the two of us Mm -hmm. managed to find a lot of them. I find so many of them. It's insane. I was just like, I feel like, I'm like, is this common? Like, do people, a lot of people find them? I'm like, I literally, I found one in Mexico coming everywhere I go. This one is from England. Um, And I was just like walking and in England on the beaches, they're not really, they're not really beaches. I mean, it's just a collection of, a collection of, Tons of stones and rocks near a body of water. It's not. It's not like. It's not a beach. Um. It's just there rocks by water. Um. So literally, it's like I my my ex husband used to always and he used to call me a witch all the time. Like that he was just like I don't know how you're finding all of these. Like it'll be like millions of stones and I'll just like focus on one and then like I'll pick it up and it's like the hack stone. Yeah. Right. And exactly. Like what? Like how? Like what's going on? I'm like, don't question it. <laughs> That's, let it happen <laughs> yeah and like as a kid too i'm sure you did the same thing my mom said literally her her purse mm-hmm. whenever we went to the park and yes. i was little she said it, it was some way a ton and she didn't know why she's like she'd open up there would be like rocks mm-hmm. leaves <laughs> sticks in there that i put it in for her to bring for me home you know i'm a big stick collector what i like picking up is a uh, driftwood um I have a ton yeah of it too. so much driftwood i like i my mom, my mother lives in Canarsie, um, in Brooklyn, and there's like access to Jamaica Bay. And I'm always walking through collecting shells and collecting pieces of wood. And they're on my altar. And I remember um I like it's a park. So like obviously I didn't I didn't think I went with just like my jacket and I had all this stuff with me. And I was just like, how can I walk through this park with all the people who are thinking this woman's insane? Like, what is she like? <laughs> doing with all these and they're like big pieces of wood so i'm sure they're probably thinking like what is i mean i think people can kind of tell i think they probably already could see from like i feel like she's a witch she's she's doing stuff she's doing yeah. like i am i'm doing stuff with it and you're right it's true you're accurate <laughs> I, I am like i am doing stuff um but yeah i'm always collecting things it's me insane. too me yeah. too and for me it's like um a way to bring in those little bits of nature and the nature's and making and for me because i have an altar that um where i have diana and i have um my it's my fairy altar mm-hmm. too um i like to bring those things in for for them as well for them to have like the things that are dear to them uh inside as well i mean like i have a lot of plants as well mm-hmm. because for me being inside an apartment in New York, you know, it, it's hard to have that connection to nature, but I make the effort to go to the places that are the nature that we have here or to bring in nature into my home, having the plants. So I do have nature spirits in my home as well, because there are, you know, the, the fairy spirits that are taking care of each one of these plants that I have in my house. Like each one has someone that I can't see taking care of them, even though I've seen a few things for sure um yeah and i'll I'll talk well when we get to house spirits there'll be a lot of stories because i have a lot of 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 really funny Mm -hmm. uh fairy stories Mm -hmm. 
Uh, yeah, because they are, they're mischievous. They are because they find things funny, you know, and things that we might not find funny, they think they're hilarious. And I think that's where people confuse, uh, you know, a weird sense of humor mm -hmm. for, for being malicious. Yeah. They're not being malicious. I mean, granted, if you destroy like an entire habitat outside in your yard, because you want to put a, your shed there or something like that, you might get a little payback for that. You know, it might, and enough, they never, their intention is never to harm, mm -hmm. you know, to harm a human or harm a living thing. But, you know, they get annoyed. They get angry too. Like their homes are being ravaged by somebody, you know, not knowing that they're existing there. So mm -hmm. they'll, they'll get you back in a way, you know, and it may be something as simple as like your lawnmower no longer works, you know, mm -hmm. or, you know, uh, you know, branch fell on your house and broke the part of your roof. That sucks. And that's like a mm -hmm. big thing, but you know, they they are also protecting themselves so that's the other aspect of that but they do do funny things like things that they think they're funny you know like if you go into nature spirits like i've definitely had this with like water spirits uh where they think it's really funny to like tussle with you in the ocean i'm like no you're gonna drown me <laughs> they don't get that yeah. you can drown they can drown you they think it's just funny like you know like yeah, look what just happened to you you know it's kind of like you know, the equivalent of like your sibling tying your shoelaces or something. Mm -hmm. So like you trip and fall kind of thing yeah. that they think it's hilarious, but you might've broken your arm from it. <laughs> you know, I agree. And like, I, I keep forgetting, like I have so many plants around me. I'm a big, I'm a plant mom. Like I, I love, like I love all your plants and I have so many um, different species, like uh, uh, Monsteras are my, my biggest one. Like they, they love and I I it's so funny like by my desk I have like these musteras that I've transplanted for so many different locations and um when I'm out when I'm leaving when I'm leaving the home and I have like someone watching my plants um I like literally I'm like tell my sister like did you talk to them did you like did you sing like are you in the space I have a couple of temperamental plants that know when I'm not there and they start they get dramatic they droop <laughs> they get the yellow and I'm just like and I come back and I'm just like okay did you have to act up for her like did you really have to you know be dramatic about it um but yeah I, I love I love being around plants like I just um and I love like too like monsteras they tend to grow out and I, I let them I let them kind of grow wide and big and the ones that I have on my near my desk they grow towards me so like you probably see it, you know, like doing videos there, but they, yeah, they're kind of like there in the background and they're just like getting closer and closer to me. Um, and I love doing, it's like doing Reiki. They love Reiki. Mm -hmm. Like all, 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 oh, all and things I, do. Yeah. But yeah, I just found like they really, um, they love when I do it in their, in the space with them. Um, and we just kind of like vibe together. But yeah, for me, it's definitely, definitely a huge connection. Yeah, I'm mm -hmm. actually really looking forward to like I'm moving out of the city into mm -hmm. upstate uh, New York yeah. where it's more nature. And so I'm really hoping that I can, you know, develop my relationship with the nature spirits even more mm -hmm. uh, because like it is it is challenging in in the city to have that relationship. Mm -hmm. Not challenging to have a relationship with fairies because fairies exist everywhere and they exist, yeah. you know, in your home. There are very specific fairies mm -hmm. um, that live in your homes There are, you know, the elves that are part of fairies. Mm -hmm. Uh, that you know help you on in daily things that you don't even know that they're there. Mm -hmm. um, so that's different, very different than the the nature spirits. Um, but like even here, I'll just take a walk mm -hmm. and um, you know really connect with the spirits of the tree mm -hmm. and like the the nature spirits that are taking care of those trees. You know, I really try to connect with them, and especially if I'm having like one of those days where my anxiety is just soaring. Mm -hmm. I'll go out to connect with mm -hmm. them and their energy is so calming, even though sometimes fairy energy could be like this and like a little sparkles, you know, but there's something about it too, that is very calming mm -hmm. about it, you know, because it takes you to a different state of mind. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I said that sometimes we need that. Sometimes we need that, like, so that's like, you know, if I'm too bogged down and overthinking, they kind of come in and they're just like, is it really that serious? And I'm just like, you're right. It's not that serious. Like it's, I'm making more of it than it actually is. You're right. It's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's part of it, right? Like mm -hmm. I 
definitely find that like when fairies come into your life or active active in your life, they want to bring in a little bit of fun and silliness too, because we definitely as humans are a lot of times tend to be so serious. And I don't mean like, you know, that we can't have fun sometimes, Mm -hmm. but some of us do get caught up in like our work um, or our our daily lives and and make it very serious and, and without taking time to have fun to play games you know even as adults you mm-hmm. you need to have that you need to have that time and and that's definitely something I think that fairies teach us is that it doesn't have to be all about work you know it you know you should be able to also have fun in your life because that is as that brings enrichment into your life you know yeah, for sure so I definitely feel that mm-hmm. um and yeah yeah i agree like again we're going to talk more i feel about like the details of different types of spirits but um trying to think because i have a story about i think it's a gnome or an elf i know if we talk about it now should i save it or like you could talk about it. i mean like if it's nature nature related yeah i feel like it was a gnome it was definitely a gnome <laughs> um so I went upstate there was a house sitting upstate for some friends and um where they live upstate it's like it's kind of isolated and um they have a little like little farm little garden area and they have chickens so pretty much it was one in the morning I had to let the chickens out and in the evening make sure chickens go in and the ducks so uh it was in, in the evening it was it was late and uh the chickens going very well the ducks not so much the ducks are half the chase and they like to the chase. They think it's funny. And I don't think it's funny. <laughs> and I'm tired and it's 8 p.m. And I just want to go and lie down. And they're just like running. I have to chase them a little bit. So chasing the ducks and kind of got them to go into their habitat. And then I look over by the chicken coop and I see like, obviously there, you know, there are predators there. There are coyotes and things like that. But the way that it was standing, it just like, it was almost like a small person. It wasn't like, so the coyotes, I, I'll see the eyes and you see them, but they're lower. But this was like almost like half my size. And they were from afar and there was someone standing and it was the eyes looking. And I was like, just going to ignore that. Right? And I was like, because I still had to walk over there. I was like, I got to walk over there. So I'm, I'm going to freak out because it's completely pitch black up there. You know, it's like there are no yeah. lights or anything. So I'm walking over and I don't see the eyes anymore. And it, it snowed up there. So it snowed like just, I mean, maybe a few hours before I got out there. So it was fresh snow and I normally like feed the chickens. So was, everything was fresh. So I was just there a few hours before. So I knew what was out there. So I walk over just to make sure the chicken thing is, is latched and I latch it on. And then I, I find a little, a little, a little boot, a little tiny boot. And I'm not, free, I'm, I have, I have images. I can show you some, some uh, image of this. I took a photo. So it's a little boot, probably like, I don't know, like an inch inch or two inches and um it's a, it's a brand it was a name so it was kind of like like an ugg boot or something like that but it was like maybe like for a small dog or something but they don't have a dog they haven't had anybody because i was there for two weeks so there was nobody and like literally the fresh snow so it was on top of the snow so i looked around and it was literally where that thing was for the eyes so i was like okay so i i, I took up the, i took the boot because like i have to take a photo of this this is insane I took it with me inside and um I did a little video and I took a photo of it and I thought you know what you need to put it back I was like yeah I put it back so I was like yeah. if it's a no more an elf mm-hmm. I don't want to piss them off yeah, exactly. so I put it back and what I did it was lucky because I had um picked some chestnuts the day before so I I went in a bowl and I cut some apple slices and I put just chestnuts in and I can't remember what else I put in. Maybe it was apple slices, chestnuts, and maybe a couple like some peaches or something. And I put them all in the same bowl and I put them as an offering next to the boot. And I was like, you know, and I just said, sorry. <laughs> I was like, please take the offering. Um, obviously coming back the next morning, some food was taken, but of course there's predators there. So of course you would never know what really, but um, the boot was still there. Um, but my friends came back, I think a week later and I left the boot and I was like, did you see anything? Did you see the, I know the boot was there. And they're like, no, we didn't see anything. So I was like, yeah, oh, they took it. They took it. It was just crazy. This little boot was there. And I was just like, that's crazy. That's two hours ago. That's so crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. I've not had something like that happen to me. I had 
where I saw somebody in my home. But like I said, I'm going to say that for the house spirits mm-hmm. um, episode. Yeah. But that's that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It, and I've like, I was put it back. I was like, I just wanted to make sure that it was not me freaking like not hallucinating this thing. Um, but they didn't they didn't do anything. I mean, it was interesting because like it was it's an isolated part of the, of yeah. the forest or so I did at night. I felt like I did hear something like walking around, but there are deer and all sorts yeah. of things. But it, it was closer to the window, the room that I was staying in. So I just feel like maybe it was walking around. Yeah. Um, it's probably like this heifer took my boot. And it's like, you know, it's snowing. Like, why don't you take my boot? Um, so I feel like, I was like, I put it back. I put How'd it you back. Your boot? That's what I want to know. How, did you get, then maybe they like got so scared or something that they jumped out of their boots? <laughs> That's cute. That's actually kind of cute. But, like, that's um, all we can think yeah, of. How would you yeah. lose your boot? I mean, it did, they didn't seem scared of me because it's like they were just staring at me with the ducks. And it's almost like I felt it felt a little bit like it was like it was funny. It was hilarious. It was almost like a Benny Hill sketch. Benny, Benny Hill sketch. Yeah. Um, Which no one's going to know what that is. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. Kind of like a like um, or I don't know. It was like very physical comedy. So yeah. I, I did fall. A couple because it's like literally me chasing these ducks around this their enclosure and it's snow on the ground. So I slipped a couple of times and oh even God. the ducks, it was so funny because the ducks would stop and be concerned. And then when I get up, they're like, Oh, here she goes. And it's like <laughs> and I feel like this thing was watching, it was watching the whole time. So I knew it was like, probably like laughing. It was probably dying. And maybe, maybe the boot. Maybe they went to move as I came closer, and they were like, Come "Maybe he told the gu- the ducks to do that too, because he thought I, it would be funny." It might. Oh my gosh, it might be. And but, actually, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, but it was really smart of you to put out an offering just in case. I made sure I was, and I immediately, like, I brought it in, but I was like, something. I was like, why am I? I was like, I recorded it just so I can have for posterity, because of people wouldn't believe me. Um, and I'll show you the video if I can find it on my phone, but um. I was like, put it back immediately. I was like, I just got the apples and everything else. And like, and I had chestnuts, hope, thankfully. And um, yeah, it was just, and it's interesting because one of the ducks, uh, again, a lot of predators in the area, but one of the ducks actually um, got, got taken um, and they have a pond there or like a lake. And um, that's where we found the feathers is a white duck. So mm-hmm. I found, I was like looking for the feathers and a, they have a large property, like 10 acres or something. So I was like, I can't do 10 acres, but um I was sitting by the base where the lake was and um underneath the rock I saw the feathers and I was like this is where they it took it to eat it so it was so one of the, the ducks did, did, did get taken but um oh that's sad yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah so like if you ever feel like you might have pissed off uh or in some way insulted fairy quickly go get an offering and put it out yes. you know it, you know like good things to eat yummy yes. things to eat basically yes. i mean like it used to be the old uh like folk of the old folklores always tell you to put a, a bowl of milk you know because back in the day mm-hmm. a bowl of milk was you know something that was super precious mm-hmm. because not everybody had a cow to you know get the milk mm-hmm. from whatever um so if you just like put out some nice stuff for them you know like They'll, they'll they'll appreciate that i've definitely done that i'll do that though like i'll i've done it um it's part of my practice too to mm-hmm. just go out into nature mm-hmm. and always bring like a little canister of like uh bird seed that has mm-hmm. like also a dried fruit in it too and mm-hmm. i will leave it like at the base at tr- the bases of trees mm-hmm. for the different nature spirits and mm-hmm. also for the animals uh, that they're caring for um so and that's a really wonderful way to work with nature spirits too, is to let them know that you really respect them and care for them by leaving a little offering and always being mindful though that that offering is really safe for the animals in the area to eat as well. That's like another important thing because I definitely have seen people put out offerings, you know, to gods and goddesses or maybe some other being and and then forget that like there are other beings living here that might find treats tasty and it might be really bad for them you know so it's something you definitely have to be mindful of but it's a really wonderful way i think to connect with um Mm -hmm. nature spirits to to have that offering and again if you piss them off or Mm -hmm. somehow disrespected them you definitely want to make up by giving an offering uh Mm -hmm. and that'll smooth things over especially if you like 
maybe like, you know, got rid of a bush or a tree in your yard and they're not keen on that at all. Like I refuse to ever cut down a tree. Like we're, I'm looking for a house right now. And everybody said to my partner, like, if it, if it involves cutting a tree, I don't want anything to do with it because I don't want fairy wrath on me. No, no, no. I already, I work with them. I don't want to piss anybody off. Sure. And it's like talking about trees, like my, um, the house that I grew up in, um, my grandparents' house, which is a flatbush, it's like kind of like a, a quieter street. And we have a lot, of, we had a lot, of, we had a lot of trees on that block. And I remember growing up with this beautiful oak tree right in the front of the house. And a beautiful, kind of like a mid, a mid height one in the front of the house. And there was a huge one across the street. And I love those trees so much. I used to always like um, tie ribbons around it and like play around. So pretty much I guess I like went away. I can't remember. Maybe I was in college or something. And I came back and the tree was gone. And I was like, what happened? And they said, well, the the roots were, and it was like, I guess it's an older house. So it was going into the sewer system um, and it was affecting. So I was like, just cut the, we need to cut the tree down. Right. And that was the answer to cut the tree down. So even now it just feels so weird. I feel like that tree was like connected to our home. Absolutely. And it's not there anymore. And the tree stories that were, I used to like talk to them and like, cause like it was like a, uh, the the house was three floors and I would be at the top and I was like just and the birds would come and I used to feed the birds and talk to like kind of talk to them and talk to the tree spirits when it wasn't there and even like now I'm at the house now and it just feels very weird the house just feels like a lot is just so much missing and there's a couple of things that changed in that neighborhood but um that that tree cutting the tree down like I don't think my grandparents really understood yeah. Like how important that tree was because the energy of that tree definitely yeah. you know is it going to be impacting your your family like your mm-hmm. family's life too because mm-hmm. i mean the tree's energy not only is it grounding mm-hmm. but it's also could be protective mm-hmm. it also can keep calm and peace in your home like mm-hmm. there's just so many aspects to uh, a tree energy you know and they're just so full of wisdom too that they can really share that with us you know they've been living here way longer than us you know <laughs> i actually found out recently i didn't realize that the ginkgo has been here for like over 300 mm-hmm. mo- million years wow i didn't know that. i think it's 300 million yeah it was like 300 million years it was like mm-hmm. two point two hundred ninety something million years it's literally the oldest tree on earth so imagine the knowledge mm-hmm. that that tree and all its ancestors has have gained, you know, and like they can share with us. And that tree has like, uh, and I think also the thing is like, we don't think about too that this tree itself has its own spirit, but then the tree has other spirits that either reside within them, like the dryads. Mm-hmm. Um, and those also, they, they are homes to other beings, living beings, mm-hmm. right? And which also are souls themselves, mm-hmm. right? Um, um, so when we we interact with nature spirits we have to keep all that in mind because there's there's a lot of components involved in in one thing like in one uh plant mm-hmm. or one tree that there the nature spirits is not the only thing that's there but it's the soul or the spirit of the actual being and they work in like a symbio- symbiotic relationship as well and then they relate to us in a different way too and then that's another form of symbiosis too in the way that they interact with us and there are energies interact with each other right i think i was just thinking about the ginkgo like that's probably why it's used for memory yes because it's so long so like, yeah that's other than i just like noted that um but also another way, another really great way to take care of nature spirits is to, um, I always carry like a, a bag with me um, to pick up garbage. Yes, and that's, 100%. That's, that's the best way. It's a way to just kind of clean, keep your neighborhood clean. Um, but also they love that. I, yeah. I love, like I do that a lot at the beach um, when I go to, especially in Canarsie. And it just, it just amazes me that a lot of these park systems say they don't, which again, I, I know probably in regards to manpower. They and, don't, they yeah, don't have, and, and during, co- and during the pandemic, they actually lost tons of people. They had, yeah. they had to cut down yeah, the cut because they lost yeah, money, but yeah. it was like, there are like one garbage can, for like the whole park. And I mean, I get it, but like, it's so easy. I mean, it's, it's such an easy formula, whatever you bring in, take out. Yeah. You know, it's like, don't leave your crap everywhere. Yeah. So I just feel like, you know, that's just another way that I, I honor them. It's just by wherever I go, I just pick up whatever crap. Cause there's always crap there. Yeah. Um, and just, I just, you know, just pick it up and I just say, this is, this is, 
Yeah, yeah. It's for us too, but it's yeah. But it's a it's a it's mm. a beautiful way to build a relationship with the nature spirits, mm-hmm. like letting them know that you care mm-hmm. about their habitat, which is your habitat too, because we're mm-hmm. as much part of that system than and than than anything else around. We're animals. We are animals. We keep forgetting we're animals, but we're animals and we're <laughs> part of it. And we have to live in, you know, like harmony with the rest mm-hmm. of, you know nature mm-hmm. and the nature spirits hundred percent like will work with you and know that you are an ally that can be worked with mm-hmm. by your actions by your uh, you know caring for nature picking up garbage mm-hmm. leaving something special behind for, to to feed the animals uh to you know like uh being more sustainable in your own practices at home like you know trying to reduce your your waste you try to reduce your consumption mm-hmm. all those things even though you know, we think like, well, what do they care? You know, it's out there, out there, whatever. But they do. They are in very much in touch with all those energies, and they understand that certain people are willing to go the extra mile to to uh, respect the nature and our connection to nature, and to and to uh, foster that. Mm-hmm. Versus, mm-hmm. you know, people who are just going sort of like mindlessly throughout their day dumping garbage out using you know tons of plastic things or whatever they will have a much harder time finding that connection because they're already telling them i really don't care mm-hmm. yeah and they they pick up on all this i mean it's similar to animals like right animals pick up the energy of like do you want to be around around me and mm-hmm. they'll, they'll they'll avoid you if not and they'll be closer to you if they feel like you want to be close to them so. exactly so yeah, um, I feel like we've really talked a lot about nature spirits and yeah. it's been a lot of fun. We obviously have a lot of connection to yeah. these beings. Um, and we want to talk about, of course, timing-wise, talk a bit about Beltane. And yeah, what how do you how do you work with like yeah? What do so you- so Beltane, uh, you know, it, it was a it's a festival or a, a, a sacred, uh, sacred day, you know, that really started in, uh, with, with the Irish, you know, and the Celts. Um, and it's a time for, um, a few things for, uh, fertility rights and also for purification and protection rights, specifically around crops and animals like cattle, uh, and at the time, too, you know, during these times, people in those cultures were really working uh, very closely with the fairy and didn't really want to piss them off and wanted mm-hmm. them to, uh, you know, bring them bounty instead and, and help them uh, instead of turning like their milk sour, which is one of the beliefs around that. Right. Okay. So okay. <laughs> uh, on Beltane, it's it's considered that the, the veil between the fairy and the humans uh, plane or the earth plane is thin. So you're able to work with the Fae much more. Mm-hmm. And it was also a belief that like you should uh, put out, which I do, put out some food and drink for the Fae that day because it's also a day of celebration for them as well. So the, it it marks the, the first day of summer. So it's a big day of celebration for that and for growth and uh, just, um, you know, a fruitfulness for everyone. And it's, uh, it's, and it's it, and it was a day to also just establish uh, that relationship with the faith throughout the year to make sure that they understood that you were going to respect them. Yeah, I mean, we talk about the day too. It's April thirtieth yeah. or May first. Yeah. Um. So just so you know, that's yeah. what Beltane is, and that's in the northern hemisphere. In the southern hemisphere, it's we celebrate Samhain in the southern hemisphere. So it's an interesting dynamic as well. I love the idea that um, I always like to feel like when we're talking about the hemispheres that we're living in these parallel universes um, and we're existing at the same time. But um, yeah, so it's a fire, it's a fire ritual. It's a fire ceremony, fire time as well. So first a welcoming of summer, um, bonfires are normally, um, that's, that's where May Day comes from. So people walk clockwise around the pole um with the ribbons that's like when you see um i don't know what that movie is um it's like a horror movie yeah it's 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 called midsummer midsummer yeah mid mid midsummer yeah so that's uh of course that's another um and it's it's about the soul you know yeah yeah but it's yes it's how many people um, people. and it's a 
Yeah, so I was like, imagine the Mayday poll of like people walking around crosswise. And that what it did was also it was bring good luck and protection right. and fertility as well. So people what was it? Off. Yeah, the, the girls would kind of like show off their like their buxom selves and the and the yeah. things and the the men would, you know, the or whatever would kind of look and see, okay, like, oh she's she's dancing well. Oh, yeah. she she's like a rhythm, you know, the red red ribbon, yeah, red ribbon check her out you know that kind of thing so I, kind of, I love the idea of that it just feels very fun and fancy free um and, and it was also yeah. part of like uh like basically a marriage so basically yeah. people like in that moment would just like pick somebody to go have some fun with mm-hmm. and they're like hey we're married <laughs> oh definitely works that's how it works you know no no like you know um no fanfare nothing fancy about that um so I feel like let's talk about like how to work with, so you have an altar, maybe you have a seasonal altar. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any things in particular that you would put on a Beltane altar? Well, for me, Beltane, usually like my uh, Beltane, I also work with a, a lot of love spells mm-hmm. during that time. It, it, it is my thing, you know, like I work a lot with Aphrodite, so mm-hmm. that's my thing. And it's actually how I met my uh, my partner. Uh, I did a love spell on Beltane <laughs> and 99 days exactly later, mm-hmm. we met. Uh, it was our first date. Mm-hmm. Um, so... For me, Beltane is really a, a wonderful time to pay homage to to um, goddesses of love um, and uh, fertility. So I usually will put out like um, beautiful flowers, you know, like ones associated with summer, uh, like roses. And I will also put out fruits and stuff that we normally get, gather around that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the altar as well so it's to me it's definitely a celebration of of summer beginning Mm -hmm. you know and Mm -hmm. I you know I love summer and Mm -hmm. I always love midsummer but I love that May May 1st really is the first day uh, of summer Mm -hmm. and um, that's sort of the celebration that I that I focus on and like I said I also Mm -hmm. what I do is I usually will put out uh, a little cup of of either oat milk since I'm vegan mm-hmm. uh with like some cookies or something that would also be safe for like the <clears throat> the critters outside to eat that's nice I like yeah that. I mean technically technically <clears throat> too like it was the um wasn't it like the bonding of the relationship between the green man and the yes. goddess as yes well? and so, the, yeah the lady yeah. of the wood yes yeah, like you know they would get it on and exactly. then they would kind of prompt everybody else to kind of get it on so um yeah I like to work with the green man as well uh, green man always gives me this very like it's a very like lusty like wasn't it like he yeah. had like this like massive member yeah, yeah 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 I always remember that reading about that as like I always just be like, a, a, like Sununos and all those beings. I used to always be like really intimidated working with them because I'm like, I don't want you bringing your like, your all your sexuality over here. Like <laughs> it's like a bit too much. I mean, they're like raw, it's like raw sexuality. Um, but this is that time. So you might, you might start, you might see Sununos. You might see more images of the green man or, or the goddess coming, you know, maybe that you know, always imagine her as the empress with the belly. Um, but if those images might come to you, maybe yeah. have some, maybe I could put the images of that in your altar as well. Right. Like, Cara, mm-hmm. like, you know, as far as like Celtic goddesses too, mm-hmm. like Cara Duan, you want to work mm-hmm. with her maybe during that time too, since she's a goddess of the hearth and mm-hmm. she's also, she, you know, she's depicted with the cauldron, the cauldron, you know, represents the fertility. Mm-hmm. So especially if, and if you, you know, if you're someone who wants to have children or something like that, it's a good time to do those type of rituals fertility rituals or you know spell work that sort of thing that that would be actually a perfect time to do that so love spells rich uh, fertility spells protection spells as well are great during this time or purification because you're beginning something new which is the summer so you want to shed like what's been going on in the spring maybe and then like start anew so you might want to do a purification for yourself and then set you know reset your protection even like so those are things you could do during beltane and working with abundance as well uh, okay. absolutely because you're setting the tone for like you want more of something exactly so i know we're talking a lot about manifestation but this is probably like for me i I would do it more around the summertime, springtime to me. That's this is these are the times you work on your like what do you want to connect to? Right. Um, and we think about the seasons too, it makes sense. Like you're not going to create work on abundance when things are full, when things are dying, right? You're not going to do abundance spells during Samhain <laughs> or Yule. That doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. So um for me, another ritual that I've seen too is working with runes, which of course has yeah. a Scandinavian 
connection mm-hmm. um and you know parts of western europe but you know that that link to runes which is um another form of divination um some people uh runes can be on stones or they can be on um uh there's a uh lashy liz remember liz. Yeah, like liz. she she uh uses a burdock root dried burdock root that you can actually start to harvest around this time and she would cut them and dry them off and then actually like um score carp, yeah, score score the runes into these burdock roots and that I mean of course they're not you can't use them forever, but it's just kind of a nice addition to add to your altar. Absolutely. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So yeah. that's our first episode on the Fae. Yeah. Uh there'll definitely be uh, we have three more episodes on the mm-hmm. Fae coming up. Yes. Uh, which we're really excited about. Um, I'm really excited to talk about all the uh, Faye experiences I've had inside my home because I've had quite a few. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so that's going to be exciting. Um, and now uh, we actually are changing up our um, timing. So we're going to be uh, bi-weekly. So just if you want to tune in, we'll be definitely back in two weeks um, after this episode. Yes. And it's good too, because it gives us time to um, really put all into what we're writing about. And um, you can have time to contact us if you yeah. like. It'll be great as well to um, hit up our site, our website and um, our Instagram. And yeah. maybe you can like, we can have a thing, you can leave questions or something. Yeah. That'd if you cool. guys have any questions about the Faye um, or how we work with Faye or anything like that, or, you know, please drop us you know either like a question in instagram or you can fill out we have a like um uh, uh sorry mm-hmm. i'm like blanking on our website you can also send us a, a question as well um so if you have anything that you want to ask us um about this episode or one of the other episodes you've listened to please do uh yeah. we're happy to and also if you're interested in uh hearing about something that you know that's which tra- which related um and we haven't covered it yet. Obviously, we're new, so mm-hmm. we haven't covered a lot of things. But if there's something special that you want to hear about, you know, we'd be open to hear about it. Yeah, as well. Let's not also forget that we also, um, uh, Violet's also hosting a class coming up on oh, mediumship. Yeah. And we also hold sessions, one-to-one sessions. Yeah. Um, uh, so, Violet, do you want to talk a little bit about your session? Sure. Um, so right now, actually, I'm going to be hosting, I have three classes coming up, one on mediumship, one on sustainable spellcasting, and the other one on working with goddesses, um, because I think a lot of people don't, you know, like they they may practice magic, but may not know how to do devotional work or do spell work with goddesses. So um, that is one of the classes that I'm I'm definitely going to work on. And as far as my one-to-ones, I do um, a lot of psychic work. Um, that involves past life's readings. I also will do um, soulmate readings and um, just like your average uh, psychic <laughs> reading of like, you know, figuring out what, you know, if you have something coming up and you need to make a decision, I, I will totally help you giving you the, you know, the outcomes of both of those decisions and that sort of thing. So yeah, that's pretty much what uh, what I do. And uh, I also have a little shop too. If you like to need some apothecary items for rituals and that sort of thing, uh, please visit. Yes, her shop is great. Thank and you. it's definitely, I mean, handcrafted with love and aesthetic beauty. It's all the Taurus energy of the, the Taurus rising energy. The, the Venus energy is very, very much there. And sustainably made. <laughs> sustainably made exactly in my sessions if you like to work with me I also um hold Akashic Records readings which includes kind of a bit of mediumship um it's um psychic readings as well um if you want insight on um topics and past lives and we also do a bit of that I do astrology readings as well as numerology and tarot and all the other forms of divination so check us out reach us out reach out to us um thank you so much for joining us and if you like this podcast please remember to rate us and review on whatever streaming service you are listening on spotify apple youtube so more people can enjoy it yeah, so we appreciate appreciate you very much listening to us rant about all these topics that we love talking about. This is The Witch's Tea with Malarin um, from Moonlight Divination. And Violet from Violet the Green Witch and Fox and Bear Healing. So remember, you are magic. And life is weird. Thank you. <laughs>